It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. And we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast. We round out the week right here. Good to have you with us. My name is Chris Russell. I am your host. As always, thank you for joining us. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. All of that good stuff. We have a jam-packed show for you today, as always. Doug Williams, our entire interview, will run over the first two segments here, so over the first 20 minutes or so uh, of our time together, and then we will finish it up with a couple of news and note items, certainly not as crazy uh, of an end of the week as it was for the Redskins in the middle of the week. This particular episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. That's rockauto.com. All right, so before we waste too much time and before we shortchange ourselves on the back end, let's get right out to my interview with Doug Williams. Conducted this about a week and a half ago. It was right during the middle of the George Floyd protests and right after the D.C. Black Lives Matter rally that Doug was supposed to go, was reportedly set to go. Uh, but did not go with Dwayne Haskins. Uh, So that was one of the things that I asked him about as well. It was right after we found out that Doug Williams is having a movie made about his life. How cool is that? So there's lots to chew on here, lots on the bone, as they say. Doug Williams, Part 1, Redskins, Senior Vice President of Player Development, former front office Executive, of course, under Bruce Allen, but still with the organization under Ron Rivera. So here's Doug on his new movie project. Yeah, actually, you know, anywhere from 10 to 12 years, we've talked to numbers of people uh, about doing the project. Um, I mean, had a lot of uh, people called and and want to do it. And we got serious with two or three people, me and my attorneys down in uh, Orlando. But nobody could really, really pull the strings. And uh, over the last, and I've been knowing Will Packer, we've been talking probably for the last year and a half or so. And uh, my lawyers knew Will. And uh, a couple months, three months, actually I ran up on him in uh, Green Bay. We played the Green Bay Packers. Him and his boys always pick a game to go to every year. And they was on the sideline in Green Bay. So we talked a little bit there. And uh, being from St. Pete, he remember when I went to Tampa. His whole family was Buccaneers family, was Buccaneers fan. So I think what happened to him, he felt like, in a way, this is a good piece. But he never did any sports movie. You know, he did the girls' trip, think like a man, night school, stuff like that. And I think the climate, he said, is a good time to do it. He wants to do it. So we came together in the last um, couple of weeks and came to an agreement that 
Uh, he was going to do the movie. And, you know, quite naturally for a producer, he going to know the people that he got to deal with, pick the people that he think that uh, can play the part and all that. So that's, that's all in his hands. So, so tell, tell me this, how involved are you going to be in the actual project, Doug? And, and it, I mean, I, are you going to be you or, or is somebody else going to be you? And what control do you have in that? Well, somebody else got to be me. You know, my, my job is to get with the screenwriter. Right. And, um, you know, sit down with them and, and let them, I tell the story, they write the story and they got go out and find somebody who can fit that story. And, you know, I'm going to be very, very involved in it. They're not going to, I mean, they don't know my story like I know my story. Right. So basically, they, they have to sit down with me, and um, and that's what he wants to do. So that's the good part about it. It's not like some fairy tale that they're going to go out and try to make up. It's, it's got to have some emotions involved, some realness involved. So in order to do that, I certainly have to be a part of it. Doug, is there an actor out there, maybe one of your favorites, that you would like to be? I mean, if, if, if they're signing up and wanting to be Doug Williams, is there anybody out there that you would like to, to be you? Oh, I don't know. Somebody say that my son should be the young Doug Williams. <laughs> but I, I don't know. You know, we, I'm, I'm sure Will had somebody in mind. Uh, I think once they get the script together, and I also think because it's out there, there's going to be some people calling some agencies and stuff like that, calling to try to, to play that part, I'm sure. So I'm sure we're going to have some, some people to pick from, and hopefully we're able to pick somebody who can uh, really do a great job. That's awesome. Congratulations, my friend. I, you know, I mean, you know what you've accomplished, not only in the NFL, in football, in life. Um, and it's just an honor and a privilege to obviously get to work a little bit with you. And, and you've been so kind to me. So I'm really stoked for your family and for you. I, I can't think of anybody better that deserves uh, this opportunity, the legendary Doug Williams with us here, redskinsreport.com uh, and si.com. I'm Chris Russell. Um, before we get into a couple of other things, I know you have a big event coming up next weekend. I believe it's Father's Day weekend, if memory serves me correct, or later in June. Um, and I know you were involved in it last year. Why don't you tell the audience out there why it's so important to you and, and, and what you're about to, I guess, take on? Actually, it's the third year, Chris, that, that we'll be doing it. You know, unfortunately, with the COVID-19, we can't, we can't do like we've done the last two years, and that's in person down in Atlanta, but uh, virtually we're going we're gonna to be able to do it. You know, we're fortunate enough, James Harris and myself, when we, you know, we started the Black College Football Hall of Fame, and we used to always talk about uh, how less opportunity was there for uh, our African-American coaches in the National Football League, so especially on the offense side of the football. So the first year, three years ago, uh, James and I did it through the foundation that we had a quarterback summit trying to see young, young coaches that we felt like had an opportunity to go to the NFL if the opportunity presented itself. And uh, last year, we was fortunate enough to partner with the NFL because they realized, the commissioner and Troy Benson, they all realized that something was um, gravely wrong with the number of, of African-American that was serving uh, on the offense side of the football and, and plus – um, very few coaches. So we all partnered together and we had a good time last year. And this year's going to be the same. Unfortunately, like I say, we're going to do it virtually. But on, on that Monday and Tuesday, uh, we're going to have presenters on um, 
and and they're going to show that you know people always say there's nobody in the pipeline that's to me that's always been a uh, a, a, a word that used to cop out of hiring you know african-american coaches the pipeline has always been that chris uh somewhere along the line somebody got to open the bath <laughs> and let it through and i think now you know i think you're gonna see some breakthroughs because we got a lot of owners. We got a lot of coaches, general managers who are going to be on that call. They're going to get a chance to see some young guys portray themselves and let them know that they're capable of doing the same thing. The most important thing is an opportunity. You know, you give somebody an opportunity because you look around this, this league, there's a whole lot of people that have, have had a lot of opportunities and, and failed, but they keep on getting opportunities. So we got to get away from that and, and give – a lot of other folks' opportunities, especially a lot of young guys. You know, fortunate enough, uh, you know, my son going to be on that panel. And, uh, you know, I went over his stuff with him the other night, and, and I told him when he finished, you know, after about 25 minutes, and I told him, I said, I said, boy, if I didn't know who you were and I was a head coach, you know, I'd hire you. <laughs> you know, he did a good job. He'd been down there with Sean Payton. Sean Payton gave, gave him an opportunity to work in the quarterback room as the quarterback control. And, that, and that's what – needed to be. You know, that's where it all started. You got to be given that opportunity. And that's why we're doing this, because I think give people a chance to see it and realize that we only need opportunity to get these guys in there. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The pipeline. Uh, do you, um, just on that, um, do you think that the, the, the modifications that were presented at the virtual league meetings, I think it was at the end of May, do you think that will help? Or do you really think that a lot more has to be done and that's not really going to help the ultimate cause? I don't know why a lot more has to be done. Cause I mean, you look at this league, uh, you see a lot of teams, have a whole lot of people with less talent than the people that are, that are going to be at this meeting. You know, some people had not even been in the league or what have you that's going to get hired. So, no, I think the most important thing, we just got to open our eyes and say, you know what, and, and you got to get away from all the buddy-buddy deals and, and give other people an opportunity. I think that's the bottom line, you know, because it makes it look like a lot of people think they're not qualified. No, they, it's not that they're not qualified. They've just not been given the opportunity to show them that they are. All right, so that is Redskins Senior Vice President of Player Development, Doug Williams. Of course, the first black quarterback to play in and win a Super Bowl in NFL history. So his opinion, thoughts, whether you uh, want to hear that with football or not, that's, that's up to you. His opinion on all of these issues and more, uh, very much worth our time. I, I believe that. Um, and I think anybody that has done what Doug Williams has done needs to be heard. Uh, so I know he's done a lot of interviews. And like I said, this interview was done earlier. Uh, it just so happened that with the different schedule that we have here over the summer and with all of the sound that we had backed up, we just never had a chance to get to it until now. Part two is coming up. Uh, Doug Williams will explain part of why he did not go to the Black Lives Matter rally. Uh, and as well, Colin Kaepernick, Dwayne Haskins, and more. That's next, right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. I'm Chris Russell. All right, guys, once again, it is Chris Russell here for rockauto.com. So I told you 
our last episode or our last time together when talking about rockauto.com that I got a new car. I finally gave in and got a new car. Why? Because my old car had 182,000 miles on it, kept breaking down. One of the last things I did for my old Nissan Sentra, again, 2012, 182,000 miles, I needed new windshield wipers, so I got them from rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Right? You spill some coffee, you spill some soda, you spill some food on your carpet. You need a new carpet. You can get it at RockAuto.com. And when you go to rockauto.com to see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, ever need in one spot at rockauto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you. We continue along with Redskins Senior Vice President of Player Development and the first black quarterback to ever play in and win a Super Bowl. That is Mr. Doug Williams. We finish it up, second part of two, with the legendary Williams. You know, I've known you for five, six years, whatever it is, and you've always been good to me. And I reached out to you after it was reported that you went to the Black Lives Matter DC protest and rally with Dwayne Haskins last Saturday. And I was doing a story and you said, you know, no, you hadn't been there. Um, what, what, when you look at the current climate and, and everything that we're dealing with um, and everything that Again, we were dealing with long before, Doug, as you know, before two weeks ago, right? I mean, it, it's first and foremost on our mind now because it's in the news and because everybody's uh, fighting for equality and, and fairness. But this has been a long battle for a long time. And, and, and again, uh, I don't want to speak for you. Uh, I would imagine this is something very passionate for you to, to talk about and, and to explain um, when you see a, a lot of the stuff going on now, what, what do you think um, and how do you process it all? It's, it's very easy for me to process it, Chris, you know, because what we've experienced in the last couple of weeks or so, you know, I go all the way back, you know, I, I was a big boy. I was about 10, 10, 11 years old doing the first civil rights, right. you know, back in 65, 66, 78, you know, um, I can remember back then, to me, what we are dealing with now is the second coming of the civil rights. But I think the most important thing about this one is the fact that this one is so diverse. It's, it's I mean, I'm talking about diverse. It's not a city you go to, you don't see just a black protest. It's a people protest, mm -hmm. it's a diverse protest. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the point, and it's a young, young group. 
you know, and then you don't see the dogs out there. You don't see the fire hydrants out there. There's a lot of things that, that's not into this protest that would have been went real bad back in the day. And I, I think that's important. And I'm, and I'm gonna say this, you know, even though we hadn't gotten there, you know, and, but one of the questions that's come up over the last uh, couple of days or so that I've had an opportunity to do interviews always been about the Kaepernick situation. You know, I, I always say that, let's, let's look at this from a realistic standpoint. How long do, does it take to sing the national anthem? Two and a half, three minutes? Yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit less, sure. Maybe. Where a couple of weeks or so, we had a guy sit on a guy's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. So, so to me, what's the biggest deal here? Is it Kaepernick kneeling because of police brutality? Or is it a man sitting on somebody's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds and he loses his life? Right. See, I mean, when you, when you go to balancing that thing, it don't even out. So, you know, the man said what he was kneeling for. I think now America knows. It's just a matter of America accepting the fact that he was correct and it was about that. And I know we won't. I don't get me wrong. I know everybody will agree with it. And, and that's understandable. That, that's the way life is. But I think if you got any human decency, if you got any mortality, if you're a Christian and you can look at that video and feel good about that video, I'm just going to say something wrong here. That's the way I look at it, you know, but I, I look at it through different lens than a whole lot of other people. And I think that's the way it is. There's a million questions I can ask. I don't want to take too much of your time, but Ron Rivera made a couple of statements yesterday or earlier this week on behalf of the organization. I know you're going to be involved in one of the town hall meetings. There's a group of six employees that he specifically named. Um, he's hired the first African-American female full-time coach in Jennifer King. I know she's a part of it. Uh, Dan Snyder donated 250000 What do you make of what Ron and, and, and the Redskins organization, which, again, you are still a very much a part of, uh, and how they've handled this uh, situation over the last two weeks, Doug? Well, I, I think, you know, I do think that we, we did not come out as soon as we probably should have. Let me, mm -hmm. let me say that. But I think now we got some things going that, that's going to help the organization as a whole, you know, and, and we've been doing town meetings, uh, town hall meetings, uh, myself, Malcolm, Pastor Brad, Jennifer, um, and Ron been on every last one of them. And, and what we're trying to do is reach all the workers within the Redskins organization to, to let them feel and say whatever they desire without any repercussions. And I think that's important that, you know, if you got something to say, say it, you know, because at the end of the day, I think the only way we're going to work through this thing, you got to do it one by one and you got to do it within an organization. If we can, if we can get through our organization with everybody understanding what everybody is feeling, we're not saying you got to agree with it, but there's some feeling in there. And these town halls has been really good because you can feel some of the emotion coming out of people, you know, and, and not just the, the black folks that are on there talking. I mean, some of the white folks that's on that talking, you know, they look at it from a whole different standpoint, but you know what? They, they truly they feeling it from a standpoint that they realize that they could never, could never walk in the shoes of myself or anybody else is black because they don't know that side of it. But they feel the pain when they hear the stories and see 
that what has happened to some of us and a whole lot of other black folks out there would never happen to them and had not happened to them. So I think the town halls has been great. The legendary Doug Williams is our guest here. Nice enough to uh, spend some time with us. And again, going to be uh, subject of a movie uh, built on his life uh, coming up here. Can't wait to check that out. We'll have more details in the accompanying story at redskinsreport.com. Um, Doug, you mentioned Colin Kaepernick and, and, and that whole situation. Uh, it's been four years. Do you think he's ever going to get a legitimate chance? Again, I know there was the workout last year. Um, I know, I, I believe somebody from the Redskins, I can't remember who when, uh, but do you think he's ever going to get a legitimate chance to be a quarterback in the NFL again? That's certainly going to depend on the team, Chris. You know, do I think he's good enough or was good enough or is good enough to play in the league? Yeah. He certainly won't be the worst quarterback in that football league. Right. But it all depends on who wants to give him that opportunity. You know, somebody asked me the other day, well, what about the Redskins? Well, our situations look different than a whole lot of people at this particular time. And, uh, you know, say, so well, why didn't, why didn't we bring him in back, in the, back when we had an opportunity to bring him in? Well, you know what? We all had to be fair with ourselves from the standpoint of this. Everybody was down, and a lot of people were down because he kneeled. And being in this surrounding area, a big military area, and then the idea that the guy that's, you know, down Pennsylvania yeah, made a big deal out of it wouldn't have been fair to the kid. It wouldn't have been fair for us and, and, and the surrounding area to try to bring him in. Um. So speaking of quarterbacks, Dwayne, I mentioned he went to the rally on Saturday and he said he wanted to have his actions speak louder than words. I know you have a pretty good relationship that you continue to develop with Dwayne since he's been here. Um, can you talk in, in your own words as, as somebody who knows what it's like to climb that ultimate mountain? Um, how I get, I assume how proud you are of, of how far he's come in just the year plus that he's been here, and, and especially what he's done from your vantage point this offseason. I think he's coming, you know. I think at the end of the day, you know, the, 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 the worst thing that has happened to him this offseason is you know, all the talking heads, all the pundits who gurus, you know, had not actually treated the kid the way he should have been treated. You know, even before the draft, you know, let's draft tour and get rid of Dwayne and all that. But you're still going to draft the rookie. That's still a rookie. And I think Dwayne's experience is a lot longer than what Tua experienced right now. And, and nobody going to tell me this, that any quarterback that came out this year, talent-wise, is better than Dwayne Haskin. You know, talent-wise, Dwayne Haskin got as much talent than anybody that has come out in the last two to three years. Now, Saying that, I think what Dwayne has done this offseason is put himself in position to let us all realize that I worked my CAG off and this is my team I want to show you. And I think it's going to pay off. I'm pulling for him. I think everybody else is pulling for him. Last thing for you, Doug. I don't, want, again, want to take up too much of your time, but I really appreciate you joining us. Uh, your new role, Senior Vice President of Player Development, again, still a very important role uh, in the organization. Can you take fans behind what you're doing kind of on a day-in, day-out basis? And then, I guess, fast-forwarding, when the team does actually get out on the grass, which we hope is late July, are you going to have any, um, I, I guess, you know, continued mentorship in terms of an on-field role? Um, or, or is it just simply going to be kind of, 
you know, um, in the building and, and really not talking football with the guys, but more talking life? Well, you know, the thing about that, I mean, in my previous role, I did the same thing I'm doing now. Right, right. I still, you know, and Mac will tell you that I, I dealt with a lot of the guys uh, off the field and, and things like that. It just so happened, you know, unfortunately, I won't be dealing with the personnel side of it. You know, I'm going to miss it. But if that's the decision that they wanted, ain't nothing I can do about it. I got to deal with it. But I do like dealing with the guys because I've always had good rapport with, with the players. And uh, that's something I'm going to be dealing with. Um, you know, I, I probably haven't told you this, but, uh, you know, again, I appreciate how kind you've been to me. Uh, and, you know, I've gotten to know you a little bit uh, away from Redskins Park. And, you know, again, I, I, I hope this is, you know, you feel this, you know, from my heart. I, I really appreciate not only your time, but how kind you've been to me and, and the opportunity to work around you a little bit and to get to know you a little bit has been a, a thrill for me. And um, I, I really appreciate you doing this and being honest with us. And, um, you know, again, my best to your family and, and everything, Doug. Um, you know, congratulations on the movie and everything that you've been able to accomplish uh, in your life. There's not many people that have accomplished more than Doug Williams. Thanks, Chris. You know, I, when I think about uh, this whole situation, you know, my mom, bless her soul, passed away last year. Yeah. You know, she used to always tell us one thing. The world is about people. And you treat people like you want to be treated. So that's, that's how I look at life. Doug Williams, the legendary Doug Williams star. Uh, he's going to be the star or, or the, the subject, I should say, of his own movie. Uh, so congratulations to him. Thank you, Doug. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. My pleasure. All right, and once again, that is the great Doug Williams. My thanks to him for spending some time with us. You can watch the full video to that over at redskinsreport.com under the si.com umbrella, redskinsreport.com. It is still up there. You just have to maybe do a little searching for it. Uh, But uh, always good to catch up with Doug. And get his thoughts on a number of different issues and items that are going on, including his own movie coming out on his life. All right. We'll come back, finish it up right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast and send you into the weekend. So, guys, we've been telling you about Built Bar for a while now, almost two months. And Built Bar at BuiltBar.com. First of all, they're awesome. Secondly, I'm recording this late Thursday night so that people can download it Friday, the weekend, so on and so forth. And I'm thinking, you know, I had a late dinner, but I'm still a little bit hungry. So what I'm going to do as soon as I get done recording this is I'm going to go to my garage refrigerator and I'm going to take out a peanut butter chocolate built Bar. That's right. I have them in the refrigerator so that, A, the chocolate, you know, if, if it's too warm out in the summer, the chocolate might melt a little bit. Uh, it's a peanut butter brownie chocolate, I should say. That's the official term. Because why? Well, Built Bar has 16 different flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight nut-free flavors. And the bars, as I mentioned, 100% chocolate. It's delicious. They're soft, easy to chew, and they're low in sugar, low in net carbs, low in calories, and high in protein. As a matter of fact, the peanut butter brownie bar that I was just mentioning, 20 grams of protein. 
Now, the mint brownie, I also have a box of those still uh, because I got a second order of them after my initial order. I liked them that much. Uh, my daughter liked them. So they have even less calories. So go to BuiltBar.com and you can save up to 50% off when you buy four boxes or more right now. Or you can use your promo code locked on. You'll get $10 off your first order at builtbar.com. That's builtbar.com. Builtbar.com. Get your weekend started. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we wrap things up right here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Thanks again for being with us. Uh, it's been a crazy week for the Redskins. Lots of news, lots of, you know, not a lot of football news, quite honestly. Um, but between all the George Preston Marshall stuff, which we've covered over the last couple of episodes, you can check it out, especially uh, from the Wednesday episode uh, of the Locked on Redskins podcast, or uh, actually we put it up on uh, early Thursday morning, but it was about all the news on Wednesday, uh, and it's titled as such, Crazy News Day. You, um, you, you know, you start to crave the actual news and information that, you know, you want to hear about your favorite football team, right? So we found out a couple of things on late Thursday afternoon heading into the weekend. First of all, the Hall of Fame game canceled. That's not a surprise, but that's not a great sign. Although, again, I think everybody understands that the NFL preseason here is going to be modified and shortened. As a matter of fact, the NFL admitted that they're still in negotiations with the NFLPA in order to shorten the preseason, right? The reason for that is because the NFLPA would not allow the NFL to have teams open for business July 15th, July 18th, July 20th, as was originally kind of rumored. I know Albert Breer threw that out there from the MMQB. So now it's going to be right around July 28th. It might be July 27th. It might be July 29th. But the CBA for most teams is going to say July 28th. And that's what we believe the Redskins will be. Although we, again, don't have any official exact word uh, on that. So we know that camp is planning on starting on time. We know that it's likely the preseason will be shortened. Also, Adam Schefter of ESPN reported uh, that teams will tarp basically the lower sections of their stadium um, and basically use it for advertising and their corporate sponsors because that's how the NFL is going to make that money. In addition to the TV money, it's corporate sponsorships, right? Because it's not going to be from 70,000 fans. Now, apparently, in some cases, maybe in some states, in some municipalities, who knows, there will be some fans, We'll see how that goes. But the bottom line is it looks like training camp is going to start on time. Looks like the preseason is going to be shortened. Uh, and the Hall of Fame game is canceled between the Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers, rescheduled for next year in Canton, Ohio, which is where my kids live and where I spend a lot of my time. Um, all right, so 
that's the big news as we head in towards the weekend. Make sure you stay tuned to all of my different avenues, redskinsreport.com, at Locked Redskins on Twitter, at WrestleMania621, uh, all of that for any other news that might come up. In the meantime, thanks to Doug Williams. Thanks to you for listening to the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks to Built Bar and thanks to rockauto.com for all of their support and help with the podcast. Have a great weekend, everyone. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.